Hello, friends. Welcome to Out of This World Radio with your host, Ted Marr, broadcasting today with the help of my good friends, Don and Doug, and I appreciate their help so much. The purpose of my show is to make this world a much better and happier place, and I know that if we all work together, we can create a much better and happier world. Join, joining me today as a, as a special co-host is my good friend, Gail of Gaia, um, uh, Gaia t- TV. And she's here, and um, she'll be coming in with me to interview my guests. And so we're just going to have a, a great time today. So anyway, thanks so much, Gail. Could you oh, give yes, us? That'll your, be fun. Could you give us your website real quick so people? Can... Oh yeah, it, it's um, well, my website is under right. repair, but okay. it's in a uh, work in progress. It's okay. Um, Gail of Gail of Gaia dot com. Okay, well that's easy to remember. Yeah. <laughs> all <laughs> one it. word. Okay, great, yeah. great. I want to thank everyone so much for all their beautiful love and support. Um, the purpose of my show is to make this world a much better and happier place. And with today's show, we should have about 146 million listeners in over 100 countries, a jump of 10 million since last weekend. And I'm so happy. Um, plus, my guides tell me, the galactics tell me that we should have about 150, 130 million uh, listeners. Uh, um, uh, benevolent listeners off planet as well. So for you, if you're, whether you're living, listening on the planet or off the planet, welcome. <laughs> I'm so glad you're all here. Um, my shows are contributed are supported by listener contributions. And if you'd like to contribute, please go to my uh, BBS website or to my uh, regular website at outofthisworld1150.com and feel free to contribute whatever you like. It's always, always appreciated. Well, we have an incredible show today. The first part of the segment will be uh, talking about Mount Shasta, the miracle healings there. I'll also be bringing in Zora from the Hollow Earth, who's got some important messages for everyone. Um, and um, I'll also be bringing in Plydean Admiral uh, Holosaurus, who's in charge of the 4.5 million Plydean ships now circling planet Earth. And he's been he and his crew um, have been here since 2000, November 2018, bombarding uh, planet Earth with tons of positive energy and love and light to help raise our awareness. And I want to thank them so much for, for, for being with us today. I know they're listening. Um, the mothership is located um, about 10 miles north of Mount Shasta. Um, they also have um, uh, 4.5 million uh, uh, additional um, spacecraft orbiting the Earth, helping us um, with our ascension as well as monitoring uh, what, you know, what we do here. Of all the planets in this universe, you know, the Earth, Earth may seem like a tough place, but it's the most exciting game in town. For the uh, for people watching this planet, there's no other planet like it. It's it's as it used to say in the the old Bailey and Barlam circuses. It's the greatest show on Earth. Actually, it's the greatest show in the universe right now, with all this crazy stuff happening. You know, the fake president and um, and everything. It's 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 you know it's it is the place to be. <laughs> so anyway, um, I want to mention briefly. Um, I always love to um, start off my shows with a little bit of love and light. This is a um, a 528 hertz tuning fork um and it's 528 hertz is the frequency of love and when you hit this love tuning fork at 528 hertz with this um uh, lemurian crystal from mount shasta you spread love everywhere so i'm going to do that three times today there's the first time Isn't that nice that's actually the vibration of love coming through to you second time Isn't that nice? If you want one of these, uh, just please send me an email to outofthisworld1150 at gmail.com, or you can go to my other website and order it there at outofthisworldreadings.com, and you can order it there. I think it's $55, includes postage. 
a little higher if you send it overseas, but um, I also have copies of my book, Messages from the Masters, available. Uh, for those of you who, um, the, the cost of the book, I think it's just $21, and you can order it also on my website at outofthisworldreadings.com. For those of you who speak German, um, the book is now available in Germany in, in 100% German language uh, for people, for example, in um, Österreich, Schweiz, und, und Deutschland. And it, uh, it's not very expensive. I think it's 20, 22 euros, 23, 22 uh, euros. And if you'd like a copy, um, please send me an email to outofthisworld1150 at gmail.com. Uh, the name of the publisher, wonderful fellow, uh, Michael, and, and his publishing uh, group is called AMRA. Uh, publishers out of southern Germany. I think he's near Munich. But anyway, um, if you'd like a copy, please, please let me know. I'm also in the in the production stages now of self-publishing my third book, which would be uh, Journey to the Other Side, uh, talking with uh, angels and benevolent uh, um, entity, uh, benevolent spirits. And if you'd like a copy of that, just send me an email to out of this world, uh, 1150 at gmail.com. It's not, it should be out by August with luck. The book is done, um, but I decided just to self-publish it. It probably will be published in Germany later this year as well. I'll let you know as soon as I, I have information um, on that. I want to tell everyone, I, I also have a spiritual mentoring program where I teach people how to um, talk to spirits on the other side. And if you're interested in rolling in, in that the program, is just $25 a week for 30 minutes of instructions and homework. And as I like to joke, on Mondays, I can give you the winning lotto numbers. No, I'm just kidding. But um, anyway, that would that be nice. <laughs> but I do teach people how to time travel. And, um, you know, I, I, I mean, it's an interesting question. Um, I mean, you could go out into the future and see the numbers. The only thing you see is that when you go into the future, so much of it depends on free will. Um, you can only have maybe 80, sometimes 90% accuracy. The further you go out, the less likely you're going to be accurate. Um, but within certain perimeters. Um, but um, I've been talking about this for months, um, but um, now it's finally happened. American Airlines is starting to cut service now because they have a, a pilot shortage. And, um, and the pilot shortage is something that they created themselves because uh, forgive me for saying this about American, it's a good airline, but they were so stupid. Uh, per, per, forgive me for saying, using that term, but that's the only way you can look at it because they've required they wanted they they've tried to force all of their pilots and flight attendants and personnel to get the, get the jab and guess what high mortality rates others have been permanently um, disabled with Guillain Barr disease so I mean it's their own fault and now they're having to stop cut back on service um, let's go ahead and play that first clip um, uh, Don if you will and it's about, it's only a couple minutes long but what's interesting it's on Fox News. And they don't tell you the real reason for the for the um, for the um, cutbacks on service. It's because the pilots have been taking the jab, and a lot of them are dead now or disabled, permanently disabled, and they can't fly anymore. Simple as that. And it's across the sectors in the United States, in the healthcare industry. I have nurse friend, nursing friends, who um, who are being being called back to work from various hospitals and clinics because many of the nurses and doctors, same thing, dead or disabled permanently from this stupid shot program. That's the only thing it's doing is killing people. Now Pfizer has rolled out this little, these shots for children. Boy, I can't wait to see how many children are going to die from that. And imagine what a parent, how a parent's going to feel after they, they give their little boy or girl the shot uh, from Pfizer, then the, the kid's dead a week later. Well, I don't think this will last very long, but let's go ahead and play this uh, clip now from Fox News about the American Airlines. Uh, Don, if we could play that, that would be... That'd be great. 
One airline reacting to a growing frustration among travelers due to flight delays and cancellations. The airline is cutting service. After a terrible weekend in the air for people flying for Father's Day or Juneteenth events, one airline is making drastic changes in the wake of increasing flight delays and cancellations. American Airlines being you know, one of the largest uh, airlines on our side of the water, well, you'll see that the impact of the staffing shortages apply to them the most. Chi Tarver, owner of Extra Vacations Travel Agency, is talking about American Airlines deciding to stop service in about three cities because there aren't enough pilots, a problem affecting the entire industry. American says it will take effect following Labor Day. No service in Islip and Ithaca, New York or Toledo, Ohio. I'm willing to bet the impact will be greater now than after Labor Day. What travelers should get used to doing for the foreseeable future is buffering time, uh, buffering a lot of time. We saw, unfortunately, a lot of travelers miss cruises, uh, miss weddings, miss graduations in the past couple weeks, I think, this whole month. Tarver suggests flying as early as possible in anticipation of delays or cancellations so you'd have an entire day to get rebooked. And at the top of her suggestion list, consider driving if you can. Even opt for beaches in the States instead of the Caribbean for now. People who would catch a flight from, you know, New York or Newark to even Myrtle Beach are opting to take that seven, eight, nine hour drive because it's quicker than the waits or the, potent, the delays or the frustration. And she says it might be less costly than rebooking a canceled flight on a different airline same day. After the fact, you can certainly call in and, you know, get perks and get points and maybe even some partial refunds. Experts predict problem flights will continue well into the fall. My question to uh, Fox News is why don't they tell the American public the truth? I mean, seriously, the cause is from the VAX program. The pilots are dying off. They're sick with Guillain-Barre disease. They can't work anymore. Hospitals across the country and clinics are short, have a shortage of doctors now because many of them are dead and many nurses are dead. Why don't they just tell us the truth? And, and Fox News, and as far as like the suggestions, really this cut, doesn't cut to the heart of the problem. Why don't, they, why don't they tell Biden or whoever Biden is, the fake president, to stop this VAX program because it's just killing Americans and the world too. There's no, there's no reason for it at, at all. Anyway, I want to hand my hats off to uh, um, uh, Publix, which is a, a huge pharmaceutical chain based in Florida. They've banned giving. Um, hi, Pia. Hi. Hi. hi, hi please, please be patient. I always give announcements at the beginning of my show, and we'll still have you on in about 15 minutes. So if you don't mind waiting just a few minutes, I'll, I'll bring you right on as soon as I'm free. Anyway, um, so I want to hand my hats off to Publix. Uh, it's a huge pharmaceutical group in Florida, and they've refused to give uh, the Biden, the deadly Biden COVID uh, shots to babies and young children. Good for them. Um, but um, it's finally somebody's waking up now. And um, it's nice to see a big company um, making a responsible decision to stop doing that because all they're doing is, is killing off the kids. Um, one of the things I found out over the weekend was that the Navajo Indian Nation, which is a proud nation of which I do fundraising for, for clean water units for both the Navajo and Hopi, Hopi the president of the Navajo people in Arizona now wants to, wants to go ahead and vaccinate all the little children on the Navajo reservation. Um, anybody get, want to guess how many kids will be alive um, next year at this time if he goes ahead with that? Maybe 1%, 2%? And of those, um, how many will, will live through it? I mean, I can't believe that anybody, the leader of a great 
great a Native American nation like that. I mean, I'm an old Cherokee, and it makes me furious to think that they're going to do this to their kids. But I saw the article a couple of days ago, and that's what they're planning on doing. Maybe somebody watching this show can contact him and get this information out. The death rate right now for pregnant mothers in the United States who take the shot, the COVID shot from Pfizer, is between 84 and 97 percent, depending on the, where you are, and how many placebos the country, the, the company is given. It's not from the shot itself, by the way. It's from the placebos. And um, so if, you've, if you're a pregnant mother and your doctors urged you to take the COVID shot um, and while you're pregnant, that is totally insane, unless you just don't want a child and, and you want to kill the child. But that's what's happening across the United States and in, and in many other countries as well. The, the statistics are coming out now. The only way your child's going to survive a, a shot like that is if um, you get a placebo. Now, the, now the, um, there is a, there's a website called www.howbadismybatch.com. And I'm not making this up. This is information that hackers got into Pfizer, Moderna, and Johnson & Johnson. And the companies themselves had, they, they've calculated three different levels of death. The first level of death is within 10 days where people just, just die within 10 days, of heart attack or stroke. The second level of death is within five or six months after uh, heart attack strokes. And then the third level of death is death from either cancers HIV, that's right, HIV, AIDS, which is in the, the, the so-called vaccine, as well as mad cow disease. And there's a whole bunch of cases on that. But I'm not doom and gloom. There are remedies available out there. And if you, if you, if you do need help, please send me an email to um, outofthisworld1150 at gmail.com, or you can send it to um, outofthisworldradio uh, at protonmail.com. And I'm happy to send you a remedy sheet made up of, of inexpensive uh, free remedies by several medical doctors. I'm not a doctor, but I, I'll be happy to refer you to, to their information they've sent me. You can make your own hydrochloroquine. You can get ivermectin. You can drink pine needle tea, and you can do a healing prayer, too. That's extremely effective to help people. The healing prayer, you count down from five to one. You snap your fingers, and then you say, from the God within me, if you're a man, or the goddess within me, if you're a woman, I, I ask and command the supreme being, the prime creator, to heal me completely from the shedding and or um, the, 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 uh, the vaccine. And I am now completely healed and I know it to be true. That's been very effective, believe it or not. So I'm, 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 um, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm very happy about, about our future. One, one last thing, too, I wanted to mention everyone. I'll be in Mount Shasta um, starting next week. It's still not too late if you like to come along. I'll also be returning to Mount Shasta for a couple of weeks at the end of August and early September. It's a beautiful place where many miracle healings have occurred. Uh, the eyesight in one of my eyes was 2050 vision for, uh, for many years. And um, after going to Mount Shasta back about three or four years ago, they restored it to 2010 crystal, crystal clear eyesight in both eyes one night. Um, and in, at, a, at another time um, I've been, I have been working uh, 24 seven without many breaks for decades. And they said, Ted, you really need a new heart. And then I said, well, is it on sale at Walmart? And they said, no, we're going to help you heal your heart. And, um, and I said, well, how do you do that? And they said, well, um, if you want healing, we'll help you contact the God within you to heal yourself. And that's what happened one night. And they gave me a new heart. It's good for a thousand years. Uh, it comes with a warranty and um, I feel great. <laughs> so, and um, anyway, a lot of miracle healings do happen at Chasta. 
Uh, it's a beautiful place. We always get in cut, touch with the, the Plodians as well as the Sasquatch. By the way, I have to tell you, the Sasquatch don't like the name Sasquatch because it refers to wild beasts. So they prefer, I mean, do you, I mean, as a human, do you, do you consider, is it fun for you or other people to call you wild beasts? No. So Chartreuse is, a, is another name. They, there's uh, there's different, there's Yeti in, in Asia. They have different names around the planet, but it's all the same, same kind of, um, um, I, I want to say person because they are part human. They were um, genetically uh, created from a mix of an ancient sloth that disappeared 200,000 years ago. They actually 300,000 years ago, they were created between humans, a benevolent race of humans who were, who were able to travel interdimensionally, and uh, this giant sloth. And there's four species of, of Chartreus. Um, the oldest ones are called the ancient ones. They look just like us, um, except they're a little furrier. And if you have a family with them, the, the kids are viable. They're maybe a little hairy. You might have to buy more razor blades during their lifetimes, you know, and shave more. But other than that, they're human like us. And they, but they do travel interdimensionally. And um, one of the things the Atlanteans, I'm told, tried to do back, back in the day during their heyday is that they considered the Chartreuse a threat to their civilization, so they tried to wipe them out. And as a result of that, the Chartreuse have been very adept at going into other dimensions to escape um, being uh, being seen. So you you might see them in the third dimension, but all, almost more than often than not, you'll just you'll feel their you'll feel their presence. So um, at any rate, so um, if you'd like to go, just send me an email to out of this world eleven fifty at at gmail and I can send you all all the details. The only thing they require is that you'll be of a high vibration, positive mood. And um, I'm not saying this as, as a joke, but um, no agents from any three-letter agencies are allowed because they have shown up before. They've tried to disrupt the trips, and they're not going to be um, not going to be allowed. And never forget, if they're listening now, I do read minds, and they help me. And I screen everybody gets screened. If they say no, you don't come on the trip. But if most people are okay, and that's a and that's a good thing. Most people are okay. Um, the other thing I wanted to share with people. Um, is that um, I was recently in a, in a local church, in a famous church, actually. They had a, a statue of Jesus. And um, I looked up and I looked at the statue. And the statue actually, I'm not making this up, became alive. And uh, Jesus came into the statue and then he looked right into my eyes. And he filled my heart and body full of compassion and love. It's beautiful, beautiful experience. And um, I'll be channeling messages from him live on my German show this Monday, starting at 12 noon Pacific time. So if you'd like to listen, I'd love to have you listen. Or if you have questions for Jesus, it's the real deal. And I'll be, be, be bringing him on. I had another spiritual experience too. Um, it was some weeks ago where I'd stopped for um, homemade apple pie and homemade ice cream at a famous old hotel, which was frequent, frequented by Humphrey Bogart, among many other actors and actresses. I didn't realize it at the time. And so I stepped, went into this old coffee shop. It, it felt like you were stepping back maybe, oh, at least 60, 80 years. So I, I'm sitting down, and, and I look off to my left, and, and I see Humphrey Bogart in my mind's eye. And he said, we started talking. And I said, I love your movies. Casablanca is great. And he said, Ted, we'd, we'd all like to talk to you. And, and if, could you do a show with us? And I said, you mean Lauren Bacall, Gregory Peck, Ronald Reagan, um, all these actors and actresses, uh, Peter Lorre, 
Um, he could never, he never, never did like his voice, but he liked the guy personally. Um, anyway, so I, I said, sure, I'd love to do a show. So I've, I've got it prepped. It'll be played. It'll be running this afternoon at 3 p.m. And I have a whole bunch of messages from a bunch of actors and actresses, including John Wayne. You know, he, he's got some pithy things to say. Um, and Ronald Reagan as well. So if you'd like, to, it's, it's a different kind of show. Um, but they're all here and they're all love to talk to you. If, if you have questions for any of these actors, please send me an email to out of this world, 1150 at, at gmail.com. And I'm sure they'll be able to love to talk to you. Well, I think I've, um, I think I've talked enough right now and I've kept my, my friends and guests waiting long enough. Um, I'd like to welcome Pia and, um, Colin to my show, they, they channel Larkma and their story itself about Larkma is very interesting because they had 3d jobs, 3d careers, very successful careers, by the way. And, um, then they, then they, they got the Pladeans got in touch with them and they said, would you like to help us disseminate our, our, you know, our, um, our messages for the planet. And so they, they did. And so it's been a, a combination, I think of a labor of love and, and uh, pure service to humanity uh, ever since. So with that, I, I'd like to turn the floor over to my, to my friends and guests. Um, Pia and Colin, it's so nice to see you, your faces here and, and, and happy to be here. I'm so glad you could join me on the show today. Always fun to be with you, Ted. We always have a good time and enjoy. Oh, good. Oh, good. Can you hear me? Okay. Your volume is a little low. Maybe, uh, maybe it could be on my end. I never know. Um, no, my volume is okay. Um, let's see. Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah, we can, we can can hear hear you fine. Okay. Now it's better. Okay. Okay. Good. Okay. Good. Okay. Good. Now the only thing you're limited on is uh, the number of swear words. You can say up to 50 swear words per hour. Beyond that, you know, it's not allowed. But up to 50 square words is fine. <laughs> we'll keep that in mind. So, we're, Ted, we're always happy to be with you. Um, our conversations are so organic and so deep. This is something we look forward to every time we have the opportunity to be with you. So thank you for bringing us to your audience. And thank you for doing the work that you're doing. My pleasure, my friends. I want to introduce my friend, uh, Gail. She has her own radio show here. Um, she's my co-host today, and I'm sure she'll have some questions here, um, uh, you know, uh, for in today's show. Um, she has her own show. And um, anyway, it's so nice to, to have you both here. What what has Larkman? Gail. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to ask them a question now? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not. I, I want to hear more from them first. Okay, okay. They also do lottery numbers, but I don't think today is the right day for it. They'll have to wait till next week. Um, okay. <laughs> so I don't think anybody ever wins on those things anyway. I, I, don't, I, I don't hear about anybody winning, you know. I mean, you know. I think it's... <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yeah, like, like the elections. Like <laughs> <laughs> well, well, we we live in it. We live in it. Sometimes I think we live in a in a CGI uh, screen world of a fake president. You don't know what the news is really true or not. The Uvalde shoot, shooting, which of course was a tragic event, but was an event. There were no ambulances there. Nobody ever saw any of the dead bodies of the kids. There was another post I saw that the kids that there weren't any, weren't any kids there. I don't know what to believe, you know? No birth records of any of the children. There were no birth records of any of the children? No. 
Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, it fits in, fits in with, 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 with everything else. And now our glorious fake president, Joe Biden, I think his name is not important, just signed legislation um, making it harder to get by handguns in the United States. That it's, it's like a, you know, what's it called? Machiavellian uh, uh, a scam where they create the problem, they create the problem, then they offer a solution and they push it in through a matter of weeks. You know, they, they, they can't, they can't clean up half the pollution in the United States, but you know, you want to take our guns away. That could be done in a couple of days. No problem. Run it through Congress. No problem. Don't ask questions. Don't ask too many questions. Do you remember during nine 11 when they, they pushed through the so-called Patriot act within, within like a day or two. And it was like 800 pages long. Nobody read it yet. The Congress people voted for it. That's not a democracy. That's, that's another kind of government that I don't even want to go there. That's the, Kind of like the government they had in the 30s Germany, uh, where things that just just go through. But um, anyway, my friends, what 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 topics would you like to start off with today? And perhaps Larkma would like to make some comments first before we start. Well, I think I think what you're talking about, Ted, is completely in line with with what we're doing and the work that Larkma is bringing to humanity. I think I think a good topic for today's show is. The great split, what's happening between people who are awake, people who are awakening, and those who are just playing the same roles, the same paradigm, the same things over and over and over again that you're describing. And what we're seeing is that the split, and Larkma has been talking about this split for over a decade. They've been talking about you're going to enter a time when people will absolutely either believe what they're told as they have been for generations after generations, or they will wake up and realize that if they use their own heart wisdom, if they use their own intelligence, they can create something different. And what Pia and I are noticing all around us is the absolute selfishness, the absolute me, me, me kind of attitude that that is just getting stronger and stronger and stronger. Whenever we're in public, which we are not very often, we find people doing the strangest things. Um, Driving now has become dangerous all the time. I mean, when we're out in, in our car, we can count the times each day that we could have been killed if we weren't absolutely observant, if we weren't really watching out and driving completely defensively. People don't see us. People don't see us. They, they just were there. They look right at us and then they pull out right in, into us. because I know. Don't. I've had that happen, too. I've had that experience, yeah. too. Yeah. It happens in Walmart, too. The people are it driving happens. cars through Walmart? Well, no, but <laughs> it happens. I'm talking about. Yeah. It happens everywhere. It happens if you're going into a grocery store, you know, somebody will just try to plow through you because they don't see you there. It happens on the road. It right. happens everywhere, and, which right. is evidence that we are becoming at a different frequency from those right. who cannot see us. I and, see. And it's amazing. We can be walking down the street and people that walk right up to us 
absolutely do not see us. Um, they, they just, they, they're not aware of our presence at all. And it's, it's sort of turned into a game for us. We're always watching who are we going to meet who actually is at our vibratory level who can see us and who can have a conversation with us. It's dwindling. And I'm sorry to say this, it makes me sad, but it's dwindling quicker and quicker and quicker. But one thing that's really positive about this, Larkma says they disagree with all the people who say, when we get the numbers up and there's a great enough number of the collective, then the great split or the transition, or they call it the cosmic pop, will happen. And they said, it's not about the numbers. It's about the vibrancy of your own light, because those of you who are on the path to make this ascension change, your vibrancy frequency is getting higher and higher and higher. So you have higher, I guess, voltage would be a way to say it. So we're the ones who are making the difference. We're the ones who are going to make the, the changes happen. And, and I'm not even sure that, that any of us have truly begun our real work. I think it's possible that, that all the things we've been doing all of these years probably isn't the ultimate work that we're going to be involved with. I think as things change and as things develop, we're going to be doing more and more and more to raise the vibration of, first of all, ourselves, but also for those who can feel, hear, see, and know what's truly going on. I think we will begin to make a greater difference. And I think there's a lot of good changes coming, but the best way to see it is to use your own heart mind to determine it and yes, be open absolutely. to new ideas and to good news. Because if you, if you look at the, the main media, it's garbage. The whole thing is garbage and a bunch of lies. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So it's, it's there, but, uh, um, but I think you're right. There is a split happening between those who are awake and want to ascend and those who don't want to ascend and want to be part of the old, old planet. I don't think that they're going to be here very much longer. What, what does Larkin say about that in terms of? Also has been talking about this for a decade. They, they say that those who do not stay, who choose not to stay in this program and go forward with the ascension, that they will go off planet and they will be held in what Lartma calls the golden trough of light. The golden trough of light is a safe space where those who want to go continue on the karmic wheel will be held until they can reincarnate in another form on another planet. It will not be here. But the, but the thing, Ted, is they're not going to know they're not still on this physical planet. They're just oh, really? going to continue. They're going to continue their lives as though nothing happened as though oh, interesting. As, okay. as though nothing occurred and they will simply continue the the karmic wheel experience okay. that Pia just described well it, it's it, this is really interesting this is a great topic to talk about yeah. uh-huh. there's no contest about who evolves quicker or more slowly we're uh-huh. all going to get to the same place ultimately it's just that people who are awake are on the fast track or on the fast lane and they won't have to learn all of these lessons over and over again. Mm-hmm. But the people who are still living in the old paradigm, mm-hmm. in the old way of, of understanding life are simply going to repeat 
all of the things that, that they thought they were finished with, but they didn't really do the work to move forward. And nice. most of the people will choose to leave the planet through death, and then they will be held. Their essence, their consciousness will be held in the golden trough of light until they are in another form. But many of them will die. Not everybody necessarily, but many of them will. I see. So, so the whole idea about trying to raise the consciousness of the collective mm-hmm. really isn't a reasonable idea because everybody's going to evolve at their own rate. And we can't try to talk people into changing who they are. The only, person, the only person we can change is ourselves. Right. We can live by example and people can watch us mm-hmm. and see that maybe we're making different decisions. We're making different choices for the highest good of all. But it's up to them to make that transition instead of taking the selfish road or taking the unconscious road. They have to wake up on their own. They can read books. Right. They, can, they can listen to, to talk shows like this. But if their heart isn't open enough to really take it in, right. they're, they're not going to budge. They're going to keep doing what they've been doing, thinking that they're just living a normal life. Right. I, I think you're absolutely right about that. It's fascinating, and I agree. I, I have some friends in uh, psychics in Japan I should introduce you to, because we talk frequently as well, and they've been saying the same thing. Um, because a, a, Japan is the first country as a whole that's going to be ascending into the higher dimensions. Um, in the, you know, you, the U.S. is really a mixed bag. I mean, there's some good places and other places that are kind of depressing, <laughs> you know, and uh, there, there's a big there's a big there's a big split happening uh, here. The other thing, too, is about the shot program is that from what I know of it. After you take one of these shots, your soul leaves your body within about six months and then a, a reptilian uh, green shield comes over you. And you change from being service to others to service to self, becoming very selfish. And so um, you go off on another timeline where some of them actually will become grays in the future. Um, But um, trying to reach those people is difficult because they're already, in a way, they're already uh, losing their humanity because we're defined as compassion and love. And all of their chakra systems get shut down within about five or six months. And once they're gone, you become like a biological entity, you know, which is a sad, I'm sorry. We're already seeing that increase in selfishness everywhere. Right. So we we see the evidence of that everywhere we go. Larkma has talked about this for a very long time. Uh They say the choice point has already been made that Mm. people either are, are making the decisions unselfishly whether to wake up or to continue their awakened stance or they haven't and we we see that every day i mean we've talked about this with you before the 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 behavior of what we see has become almost like a mad society mm-hmm. and lark larkma told us probably 7 to 10 years ago that there would be a giant increase in mental illness that it really? would be, they didn't connect it to the shots. They didn't talk about that. But I think probably the mental illness is occurring partially because of what's in the shots. I mean, I think it's changing yeah. 
not, not only, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Not only our DNA and our RNA, but I think you're absolutely right. I think it's changing our personalities. I mean, not, not those who've chosen not to do it, but I think it's the shots are having a much larger impact than just causing death or, or physical biological injury. I think it's a psychological aspect also. I'll give you two examples for privacy reasons. I'm not going to mention their names. I'll just generally describe them. But I, um, for the past four or five years, I've been on a syndicated comedy show. And it's throughout the United States. I always had a lot of fun. Well, he took the shot, both shots from Pfizer. Personality completely changed. You don't hear about his comedy show now. He's gotten very kind of, very different. I like the guy still, but he's changed completely. Um, there's other light workers I know, um, um, who have completely changed. One fellow in particular used to have all kinds of different conferences. Nothing's going on now. So I got very depressed. He took the shot because he wanted to travel to, to Europe. So he did. And then when he got back, I noticed that his aura systems all shut down. His chakras all shut down. And he's just a nice man, but not the same as he what he used to be. So we can relate to that, Ted. We have noticed with friends that we have seen and colleagues that we have seen right. we've seen some of that behavior too where there was a complete personality change right. one in particular somebody we love to joke with and talk to right. all of a sudden was just a blank slate no nothing there i mean it's 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 really right. it's, it's overnight it's become yeah, know. it's become dramatic but it's not only the personality changes it's the physical changes We've noticed a deterioration in people's health where, where they're just, I I don't, I don't really like this term, but I'm going to use it. They've turned into a zombie like person. That's true. Their movements are slower. Right. Their, their eyes have changed. It's as though there's nothing behind their eyes. There's no, there's no life. There's no, there's no, there's no energy there. It's just a, a blankness. I have a friend I've known in England for a long time. And uh, we keep in contact. We're old friends. She's married, has a family. And um, I looked at a recent picture of her, uh, and there was nothing there. Just blank. Just blank. There used to be vitality. Now it's gone. So I've seen that in some family members, I'm sorry to say. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. And that's another that's another good point. This has torn apart the whole fabric of families everywhere worldwide, where some family members felt so frightened that that they they felt they had to have the shots and then the boosters. And the other family members said, look, this is not something I'm interested in. I don't think this will be good for my body. And it has torn apart families worldwide. We, we know people that have husbands have decided to move out into their garages and no longer be in the home with a wife who's been inoculated or vice versa. A, a wife who just does not agree with what the husband decided to do. And it, the tension level the 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 disparity of the love that used to be there has simply evaporated and these people don't live in the way they lived before they don't adore each other they don't cherish each other they don't eat together i mean it it has really changed 
right. the, the absolute values and fabric of the family unit. And mm-hmm. it's sad. I mean, it, it's really sad that something that's so artificial, that, right. that was such a hoax, that was absolutely engineered as part of the agenda, could do this to families. It, it's just, it's, it's criminal. It's absolutely criminal. May I um, bring in my friend, um, Claudia Abrahalosaurus? His he and his crew have some um, things they'd like to share on the history of that. If that's okay. Sure. Um, he's confirmed what I've suspected for a long time. He said that if you go back in galactic history. This actually started back when the um, reptilians, they captured the Orions, which were once a humanoid, human, humanoid race in the Orion constellation. And um, they uh, sold all the men off to slavery. They kept 1,500 women and children, and then they genetically altered them to create a slave race. They took out their emotions, put in um, technology that controlled them as a slave race. So they've been that way ever since. And what the, um, what the reptilians and the greys, especially the greys, have been doing at, um, on behalf of the reptiles is that at Area 51 and Dulce bases, um, where there's both U.S. military and these, these the entity, gray entities and reptilian entities, they've been working for decades on perfecting this technology for release now. And so when you take one of these shots... It has nothing to do with COVID, nothing at all. Those little nanobots were created in laboratories paid for by U.S. taxpayers at Dulce and at Area 51. Um, You know, Eisenhower um, agreed in this treaty, Treaty of Merida, that in exchange for um, the, the reptilian technology that they would be allowed to abduct and study as humans, what they've done is that since the 50s, they've been doing this technology transfer, but they've been perfecting the nanobots and the, um, and the graphene in these, in these um, shots to create a controllable slave race, just like the greys are. And now they're putting the nanobots in especially chicken, especially beef. And all you need to do is to take a magnet and put it on it and magnet doesn't fall off it's full of nanobots and you eat that you become controlled and controllable by them there's a way to get around it if you take a little pinch of borax and a glass of clean water every day it'll neutralize the nanobots you can get rid of it but i wanted to tell people it's not all doom and gloom because there are solutions to it but this goes back he's saying it goes way back in galactic history if you only knew but that's why um he appreciates this program because we're getting the information out there so people can make at least an informed choice. Whether it's legal or not, look at the Food and Drug Act, absolutely not. But what do they care? I mean, Biden's fake anyway. What does he care? I mean, it's all illegal. What does Congress care? They're all paid off. I hate to be cynical. So we're left on our own to fend for ourselves. I wouldn't eat meat in the United States. Um, uh, some of the chicken's okay. Organic beef probably is all right. But but you just have to be very careful what's, what, you're, what you're eating nowadays. Um, Nestle's bottled water, they have one called, um, what is it called? We Are Life or Life is Water or something silly. In the Nestle bottles of water, they have nanobots in them. I've tested the water and that's what it came out as. So you can't trust anything. Little, little Nestle creamers you get at truck stops for coffee, full of nanobots. 
but you can get rid of them. Baraxel, Baraxel uh, is not a poison. Take a pinch of it in a glass of water every day. It'll, it'll, it'll disable the nanobots. So, um, but, but this technology goes way back and they're just doing the same thing that they've done in 22 other star systems to try to corral us. Well, Ted, we can take that one step further. Um, Larkma tells us that this used to be a peaceful planet, a peaceful kingdom, that there was no animals that ate animals that didn't exist a long time ago. Mm -hmm. And that the idea of eating meat for food, which requires killing, is something that lowers the human vibration. And you can avoid these things that have been poisoned simply by taking the stance of I'm not going to eat anything that has been killed. Okay. Yeah. What about animals? Well, it's claimed historically that animals have always attacked each other and always eaten each other. But what what we know from our Pleiadian friends is that that wasn't the original plan, that that aggressiveness was brought here from other societies, other planetary societies, and instituted here as part of the control mechanism, that actually the idea of a peaceable kingdom was real, and that that all species got along, all all energies, whether they were mammals, lizards, humans, did not take advantage of each other, did not use each other. And we we believe that, that that was true. And we think we're moving towards that again. Awakened people realize that aggression is not the way to create a peaceable kingdom again. And sure, sure. So, did, did, did Republicans and Democrats get along then? Maybe the liberals and conservatives, did they get along back then? They wouldn't fight anymore. I don't know. Well, you know <laughs> did, did Fox News and CNN get along back then? I don't know. Did somebody... I don't know, Ted. But, but when you brought up a big, corpora- big food and water corporation, Nestle is one of the worst of the worst. Nestle makes the the strangest, most unusual products that were never good for people. Even even baby formula, exactly, that's produced by Nestle, is creating a problem with non-breastfed infants. Oh wow! There's junk, there's junk in that formula it's absolutely disrupting the immune system all the, of all these little babies and it's completely purposeful this is part of the the long 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 agenda process it's when people talk yes. about the agenda maybe happening after world war ii they are so naive this agenda yeah. as both of you know yeah. has been going on for millennia this is not this is not a new program. This this is a generational situation that people have been swallowing for a very, very long time. And part of the problem for me, because you know, Ted, my background is in anthropology and archaeology. Mm-hmm. I have studied societies. Like yes, I have studied societies. I have studied cultures all of my life. We haven't done a very good job of learning all of these generations. We're making the same mistakes over and over and over again. And it's time we stop this. It's time we wake up 
and try another way of making choices and and doing things that are non-harmful to any species or any energy, whether it's here on planet Earth or out into the cosmos. One thing I, I want to thank you for that comment. One thing I, I want to mention before we go on to another topic is that Nestle, um, they, they paid out, after World War II, they paid out a lot of money to slave workers in concentration camps who were working for the Nestle um, Corporation during World War II. So it's all documented. Quiet, but it was, it was still done. Yeah. The- they did another thing that I might mention, and okay. that is um, when they had uh, dried infant formula, they sent it over to other countries. I don't remember the exact story that it went with, but thousands of babies died because people didn't know how to mix the formula correctly. They mixed it with contaminated stuff. Nestle didn't care. They yeah. just, you know, um, they're a horrible company. As yeah. a nutritionist, I have that background. I found that out about them many years ago. I try not to buy any products from them. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's interesting, Nestle, because it's so big, it, it has subsidiaries that do not claim they are part of the Nestle umbrella. There are, there are so many other companies worldwide who are owned by Nestle. It's, it's a little bit like Monsanto and Bayer. Okay. It, it, there are so many companies that are manufacturing junk that's hurting people and animals right. that, that people don't know about because it doesn't have the brand name right. Nestle on it. And that kind of secrecy should be outlawed because people are being duped. They're being, they're being given a wrong bill of goods right. simply because they don't understand who is manufacturing this, this commodity. So what we think is going to happen soon is so many lies, so many agendas are going to be coming to the surface. We think by this coming October, just a few months from now, many, many more whistleblowers are going to stand up and they're going to talk about all of the things that have been done that are absolutely heinous and absolutely against life. We think in the next year, Mm-hmm. So many of the lies and so many of the agendas are going to become crystal clear, and that's going to help people wake up more and more and more when they realize that that what they've been fed, and I mean that as a pun, and I mean it intellectually both, what they've been fed is absolutely not the truth, harmful, and criminal. Mm-hmm. There's so many things that are happening now that are coming out for people to wake up. Dr. Simone Gold, who's been outspoken about what's going on with the COVID agenda, has been sentenced to 60 days in federal prison for speaking the truth. So they're trying to clamp down more because more people who really know what's going on are speaking up, just like Cullen said. Prisons aren't big enough to hold all the people who are going to be speaking the truth. Right, right. Can I ask a question? Yeah, sure. I just wanted to tell you, um, I don't want to talk about it on air, but I have had some threats in my life in the past year and a half. So I keep, I, I'm careful where I go, who I see. And um...
that that's why the police chief of Uvalde police department waited 45 minutes before he sent his, his troops in his officers in because why? Because there was nothing there. So now they passed this gun control thing again in, in the, the corrupt uh, Congress Biden, who's the fake president signs it, you know, you create a problem, um, you bring up a, a fake solution and then you rush it through in a matter of days, weeks. Well, but the, the problem here is people continue to swallow this this kind of mass misinformation. Right. I think the bulk I think the bulk of the people in the world still believe that the mass media is telling the truth. Yeah, I, 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 think, I think most people still believe that that all all the, the news agencies, whether it's television, print, radio, is simply giving the true picture of what's going on. And Pia and I shake our heads on a regular basis thinking, why do people continue to believe things when there's so much alternative information like your program? There's Thanks. so much available showing that the mass media is absolutely an illusion, a made up, a made up deal. Why, why does the public continue to be so gullible and naive when there's all this information? We're told that, that the Internet is the best possible thing that's ever happened to humanity because it brings information to people. They're not listening to the right information. It's right. there. It's right, right in their faces. That's but right. they, yeah. don't, they don't believe it because the government and the news media tells them something different. Mm-hmm. I've had people say to me, what'd you do? Get that off the internet? I haven't heard that on the news. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. I mean, it's, I go, oh my God. I just shake my head, just like you said. I go, oh my God. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Yeah. At this point, at this point, there are there are so many programs, there are so many videos, there are so many talk shows that are speaking the truth. It's overwhelmingly obvious that what people have been fed is not the truth, is not right, is criminal. I don't understand why that hasn't awakened more people. It, 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 it gives me such sadness and such grief realizing that people are still swallowing the same old line when yeah. they don't, when they don't have to, right. everything is available. All they have to do is open their hearts first. That's true. And if they open their hearts, all of this, this information is right there to educate them and to make them realize that, that the illusion is continuing. It's rolling out every day, every day, every day. I I think what happens to people is I call it the hamster wheel of life. Mm. You get up in the morning, you have something to eat, you go to work, you come back, you have something to eat, you sit in front of the TV because you want to relax, go to sleep, and it starts all over again day after day after day. For years, and, and, decades. Yeah. And they, and they don't take the time to to um, look things up on the Internet, and they think that that's a source of bad information. Right. And the other thing is, I think humanity truly is heartfelt in that they just can't believe that mass media would be lying to them like that. 
Young naivety. There's another thing that's been programmed in also that the Pleiadians have talked to us about. And that is that we are living under a false time. We're living under an artificial clock and an artificial calendar that was steered away from nature because we have 12 months in a year, 12 hours in the day, 12 hours in the night, 12 at a baker's at a dozen. Everything is based on 12. Even astrological systems in Western and Vedic astrology are based on the number 12. Hmm. But in the cosmic energies and in nature here on Earth, there are 13 cycles of the moon around the planet. Women have 13 menstrual cycles per year. 13 is a point of integration. And the, the, power, the powers that are involved with this are trying to take us out of that point of integration, which keeps us on the treadmill hamster wheel you're talking about. Mm-hmm. I wrote about that in my book, Sacred Retreat, on the level of what's going on on this planet. And then Cullen and I wrote about it in Pleiadian Earth Energy Astrology about the powers of 13 at the cosmic level and how we are cut off from integrating the higher wisdom because of living under this artificial structure based on units of 12. And, and I, I'm, a, I'm afraid to say this, but I have to. I'm, I'm going to bring up a subject that a lot of people don't like. Men have created this artificial lifestyle. The, the patriarchy starting about... 10,000 years ago, decided that women really weren't equal and that women really didn't know what they were doing in right. trying trying to guide humanity. So much of what we're talking about right now comes from a totally unbalanced patriarchal system that has created all of this crap. Excuse my French, but this this imbalance is because the divine feminine has been squelched, right. ignored, stepped on, and kept from its nor- normal, natural, absolute place in the harmony between men and women. I agree. And what's going on right now? And this is a soapbox. This is a soapbox discussion for me. I could go on for hours about this. Women probably ruled the world in a much, much better way, a much more balanced way than men ever have. In, in Native American and other Native cultures around the world, in Siberia, in Scandinavia, in South America, in Africa, historically, women were the ones who were making the balanced decisions, and they were helping the male tribe institute and bring about these decisions and the men realized that taking guidance from the women was really a good thing it was balanced it was intelligent and it was nature-based and let me say over again it was nature-based we we have been going down the wrong road with an imbalanced male-controlled international worldwide society for way too long and and now we have what cullen calls women in training to be men there are so many women who have been part of the corporate world who have been doing all of these things to compete with men because they had no other alternative they had no other way of speaking without 
joining the male dominant, absolutely unbalanced way mm-hmm. of controlling the world. Right. Then we have so many women who were actually born men. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just to confuse things even more, um, yeah. but to keep the power structure basically very similar. Yes, absolutely. So what what needs to happen now to help people wake up is to realize several things. We've stepped too far away from nature. Technology, and this is another soapbox issue for me, technology has taken us down the wrong road. We We never should have become so involved with the technical aspect of life. We, we have created a mad society needing each and every new gimmick, each and every new device that, that takes us further and further away from nature and taking us into an absolute AI world. Mm-hmm. We do not want to continue going down that road. It's, mm-hmm. It is not biological. It is not who we are. And until people wake up and realize, if we continue down this technological road, we're going to lose our biological nature. Look at uh, look at Facebook. Uh, Zuckerberg came up with something called Meta, Meta Universe. That's their AI universe, not a real universe. It's what they defined as the universe. And they put on the they they put on these um, glasses or this thing oh, yeah. or whatever, right. and the whole reality that they Changes. see yeah, right. is, is is something totally different. And the mind, not knowing any better, actually thinks it's real. Right, right, exactly. And this well, is. A- I think Larkma is here. We can feel Larkma here. I think they want to comment on this. Wonderful. Give Wonderful. us a minute. And we will let welcome. Larkma- welcome. Hello, dear ones. We are Larkma, and we are here to support you on your evolutionary journey. We have much to say about the metaverse. The metaverse is an artificial false term, and it is a process used to steal your human consciousness. It is artificial intelligence at its worst, trying to take over by disavowing the natural inheritance you have of being wise and connected to source and all that is. You, as human beings, are on a cosmic destination path of evolution that moves you towards multidimensionality. That's a multiverse, not a metaverse. And the media is confusing the two on purpose, intentionally, Mm -hmm. trying to talk to people about becoming avatars, which we are strongly against. Avatar is an artificial intelligence term. It has nothing to do with your spiritual evolution or the evolution of your species at any level. So we are very, very disconcerted at what's going on on this planet by those who fall for the lies and the fake information about a metaverse, avatars, and a false reality that is being created. You are here to experience everything as biological human beings. You are here to take those experiences to learn to make higher vibratory choices and to join together in more connection with one another. So we trust that in sharing this with everyone today, that you will look a little more deeply at the difference between what is being put out in movies, 
in games that the teenagers are playing on television about avatars and metaverse technology. And instead, back away from that and go towards your own multidimensional evolutionary path. Would you like to ask us a few questions? Um, no, that I think that's a really important point. I, um, how do we educate the children? Because they get seduced by their iPhones, by computer games. I mean, I think it's a rare family nowadays who keeps kids away from their iPhones and keeps kids away from their computer. What What are healthy alternatives to them? Getting them out in nature, maybe? Yes. Um, to, to trusting their own heart, mind. What, what would you recommend the best way to, to do that? The first choice is to get them into nature and teach them how much they are a part of nature and allow them to experience the wonder and the beauty of nature. Mm-hmm. Secondarily, you have to have conscious parents who will refuse to allow smartphones and computers and tablets and games in their children's environment. If the parents are too lazy to do that, or are not aware enough that they allow that to happen, the children will gravitate towards the entertainment value of all of these technical gadgets, which is actually making them not as smart as they could be. It's not really a smartphone at all. It steals their intelligence. So absolutely sending them into nature, being in nature with them, encouraging eye-to-eye contact, encouraging heart-to-heart conversations, encouraging being able to honor what you feel and talk about it, encouraging connection with one another at a human level. Get them a pet. Let them learn how to open their hearts to connecting with a dog or a cat. All of these things have to do with nature, and all of these things are better for the children, but it takes a level of consciousness for the parent to be able to encourage that. Now, we will say this. There is a level of children who are being born who have higher vibratory frequency already, and they will not pay attention to what the parents are doing. They will disallow parental interference regarding technology and turn away towards nature. They are more telepathic. They are more connected to one another, and they are going to be disenchanted with the way their parents are consumed with technological programming. Um, One of the things I wanted to ask you about is that studies have been done recently that this whole mask fiasco, having children wear masks, actually decreased um, uh, children's intelligence quotients by at least 20%, giving them developmental disabilities that could last for the rest of their lives. Um, I I think this whole thing regarding the uh, so-called... virus and the, the shot program just but just sticking to the masks themselves that was a way to separate people uh, because in satanic rituals they all wear masks um in satanic churches they, they're separated by six feet um was this a satanic exercise to to steer people away from being human to the ai to an ai future we would prefer to say it as part of the agenda to keep people connecting heart to heart The agenda does not want humans to be connected. And in regards to children being harmed by this, they certainly are being harmed because they don't get enough oxygen. They can't see smiles that encourage them to be who they are. It's a disconnective part of the agenda. 
In addition, there are many, many pregnant women on the planet now who are wearing masks because they are trying to protect their unborn child, not realizing that they are doing the opposite and depriving their child of the oxygen needed for growth and development. Well, we would say about that the children who will be born who will be damaged from lack of oxygen come here in service to the parents to help them learn a lesson it is a karmic choice that they are making for the higher good so don't feel upset about the children they are doing that as a karmic choice to help some of the ones who are so still asleep to awaken and see how to make better choices Decades ago, um, I know uh, from talking to friends who had children back then, doctor, medical doctors had, had more ethics than they did, did do today because they would specifically tell their pregnant women clients, don't take any drugs, don't take any alcohol, be careful what you drink or smoke, and to certainly don't take any vaccines. Nowadays, many doctors are getting paid off by Pfizer. Um, they, they make uh, $40,000 for every 100 people that they, they get vaccinated, and they don't care whether the women are, are pregnant or not. They don't care that if there's a stillbirth rate of up to 97%. Who cares as long as they make their money? And th- this comes back to the me, 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 to the service to self kinds of things. And, um, you know, I, I think this is going to – I know this is going to turn around as people lose their babies – um, realize that what their doctor told told them is is our lies, and because they follow big pharma advice, they're they're not going to have a family. Um, you would think people would wake up with something like that. I don't know, but you think people would. One of the things that happened, I did a a master's thesis on maternal nutrition and the childbearing years, uh-huh. and it was absolute. When I did this back in the um, the the late seventies, it was unheard of. To give a woman a vaccine, right. you would discourage them from smoking, any kind right. of drugs, any right. of that stuff. So their body was as pure as possible. Clean as possible, right. right. And, right. and now it's all different. And I can't see how a doctor can have a conscience and actually tell a pregnant woman to get a right. It has death nothing shot. To do with it conscience. kills the babies. It has nothing to do with having a conscience. It has to do with being under the spell of the agenda. I you see. You have heard Cullen and Pia speak about the great split that is happening. We used to say the great split was coming. Now we say the great split is here. It is happening. And this is part of what's going on. The monetary system that has been controlling this planet is one of the major factors that is being utilized in the great split. Watch, Watch where the money leads people to make decisions. Watch where those who don't pay attention to money make higher vibratory decisions. You can see the tools that are being used as part of this for the great split. Thank you for allowing us to contribute our conversation to this and talk about this very, very important point. We'll turn the radio show back over to Pia and Cullen right now. Thank you, my friend. Thank you. We love thank you. you. Thank you. We love you too. Thank you so much. But always. <laughs> I have um, I have friends in Japan, psychics, and they say that uh, Japan now is Lemuria 2.0 and the U.S. is Atlantis 2.0, that there are many spirits from Lemuria who ended up in Japan. They'll be one of the first countries 
ascending as a whole into the higher dimensions. The U.S. is a little bit behind that because we've got a lot of battles going on here. But one of the questions I was going to ask Clark, and we can always ask it another time when you're on again, is um, did at, at the, just before Atlantis destroyed itself, did they do the same thing? I'm told that they did with a vaccine program or they, they tried different ways to control the population before they ended up destroying themselves. Do you, have you heard that? I've heard it. But. Well, well I, I can tell both of you that I have absolute memory of Atlantis. Um, oh. Pia, Pia and I don't use hypnosis to experience what Larkma calls parallel lives. Larkma doesn't use the word past lives because they know that we're experiencing multiple lives simultaneously because time doesn't exist. It's a human construct on this planet. It's not a cosmic understanding. I have absolute memory of my experience in Atlantis. I I was a scientist who became a rebel against what was going on. I fought what the status quo was doing. My colleagues were doing gene splicing, Injection, improper injection, mandatory shots. The the entire scientific group in Atlantis had gone absolutely to the dark side and were doing things that were not for good, not for evolution, not for biological evolution. When when people talk about Atlantis, I was there, I was part of it, and all of the stories about what went wrong are absolutely true. It, it wasn't just using the Crystal Kingdom to power how Atlantis ran its machinery, its societies, its vehicle. Mm-hmm. It was much, much more than abusing crystals. It was about abusing humanity. It was about abusing our biological inheritance of evolving through a biological mechanism rather than an artificial, scientific, technological experience. So yes, to answer the question without having to even ask Larkma this, Atlantis was an experiment that failed, and we are absolutely copying mimicking what happened in Atlantis now in our world here. And the people like, well, I I won't name names, but the people who are in control of the agenda are doing exactly what backfired in Atlantis. And if we don't stop them, if we don't change what's going on, we are going to create an Atlantean mistake all over again. was in Atlantis. I was in Lemuria because they existed at the same period. And I have conscious memories of Lemuria. It resonates with me deeply that you talk about Japan having many Lemurians now. That feels right to me. Mm -hmm. I remember standing on the shores of Lemuria because Atlantis was responsible for the sinking of Lemuria beneath the sea. And I remember standing on the shores and we held hands and we sang until we went into the ocean. Wow. That. Wow. Wow. That's amazing. I, um, I was in Atlantis. I was a, I was a priest in a temple 
and was part of a group that was trying to stop the madness, but we failed, ended up just the temple crashed into the water. We, we all failed. But one thing I wanted to bring up to you as far as history and repeat itself, and wasn't it Lord Acton in the, in the Britain back in the 19th century said something like those who, who failed to learn the lessons of history are doomed to repeat them. Absolutely. And, and it's interesting, Ted, Winston Churchill took up that phrase and he used that over and over again. And it's really strange because Winston Churchill was part of the cabal. Winston Churchill yeah. was part of, was part of the FDR, Stalin, the whole deal. Yeah. And it's amazing that people still revere Churchill as a wonderful leader. When sure. He was actually part of the problem. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I wanted to bring up something um, uh, that fits into this. Have you heard about the children being born half dog with dog tails in Turkey from parents who've taken the Pfizer shots? Also, um, there's also children who um, have uh, six or seven arms and legs. They look like octopuses born from the Pfizer shots. In the India, they came out, um, the, what was it? It was, it was uh, the Times of India came out with the story. Oh, it was about three months ago. I, I don't want to offend anybody with the story, but it's true. I'll just touch on it briefly. The child that was born was born with a frog head and a little bit of hair on top, like a human, but the rest of the body was human. But the entity, the, the, this boy had a, a frog face, frog eyes. Well, he had human eyes, but the rest of the face was frog and a little bit of tough on that. That was all from the Pfizer shot. So that, that kind of genetic, and I know the Atlanteans had mixed DNA with animals. That's how, that's how mermaids and mermen were created. They created them with a, a genetic split with dolphins so that these, these creatures, entities, would go out and get seafood for the Atlanteans and then bring it back. But that's, yeah, I'd love your comments on that. Yeah. Well, the, And they're doing it again today. It, there's so much junk in in the we, we don't we don't call it a vaccine because it's not a vaccine it's right. it's it's, a, it, it's, a, it's an inoculation of junk material right, right. There, there is so much junk in it that what you're describing is absolutely believable and we're going to see more and more of these aberrations yeah. as more and more children are born and it it it's an absolute, I mean, I get goosebumps when I share this, when I talk about this. It's an absolute mimicking of what other societies have done. It's not just Atlantis. There were other societies on this planet that were doing ridiculous experimentation, that were doing things that we had never been, I don't know how to say this. We should have never gone down the roads we went down. Right. And and there are people like Pia and me and many others who remember you talked about being in a temple in Atlantis. We have memories of what went on. And because we're willing to speak it, if enough people listen, if enough people will open their hearts and realize that, that we're duplicating, we're mimicking those same kinds of ridiculous right. societies Right. Until that is understood, we're going to continue to make the same mistakes that we made. And it's time to wake up, folks. It's time to wake Absolutely. up. Absolutely. Yeah. I got a question. Are, are we dealing with some of the same dark entities in power positions? 
that we were back then? Absolutely. Question. Yeah, good question. Absolutely. Um, the be- beings that that were in control, that lost control, continue to reincarnate because they want to continue that pattern of controlling, manipulating, and doing what they think is the right thing in their misguided understanding of what we're all about. So yes, that answer is absolutely yes. I was afraid of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, um, it's like, uh, you know, what did, what, did, what did William Shakespeare say? He said that all life's a stage war, but actors upon it. So, yeah. I mean, it's the same stage, different times, Yeah. you know. But uh, some of the spirits from Atlantis have learned their lessons. Some haven't. Uh, George Bush Sr. was an, was an entity, uh, a spirit who was present during the Atlantic times. And then he came back now and he made he, he, this whole new world order thing. He's no longer on the planet and he's, he's now off on a, uh, there's a, there's a, there's a lower dimensional planet earth that's been created on the other side of the solar system. That's like earth, but it's lower dimension. And he's there now to work out his karma. So. Absolutely, absolutely. Hopefully he'll make better choices this time. I wish we, him well. We hope, we hope so. But, but there's an interesting thing in every epoch, and in every era of human history, there have been people who understood the difference between right and wrong. And the people who were magically involved with wonderful things. I mean, we, we can look at Leonardo da Vinci. We can look at Kepler. We can look at even artists like Michelangelo. There were people in every area of our history who were doing the right things, trying to bring magic, beauty, and wisdom to the masses. The trouble is most of these people were jailed or ridiculed or killed Mm -hmm. because the controlling factors realized that if people listened to the wonderment and the wisdom of these people, it would go against the program. Well, so, Mary Magdalene is a prime example of that. She was a wonderful teacher example, and she had to flee her home and continue her rest of her life being hidden away because they wanted to kill her. I see. So, so there have been there have been wonderful energies. There right. have been wonderful personalities all along, and we're still here. We're still trying to do the same process of bringing light love beauty correct information and hopefully more and more people are waking up and more and more people will begin to speak out mm-hmm. and as that happens we will change the world right and it's changing now actually it is it is, yeah, it is for the better i like to think we will people will wake up because they say many times we've already won this war but yeah. don't count your chickens before, before they the hatch. hatch. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know. <laughs> not, not that I can't turn yeah. the yeah. wrong way, but yeah, um, yeah we, we, people got to wake up and that's what, yeah. you know, and it is that's what my channel does too, as much as possible. You're both, you're both right. It is happening. It's not something we have to wait for. When, right. when, Pia, when Pia mentioned at the beginning of this conversation, we don't have to wait for a mass awakening so that, that an X number of millions of people will wake up. It's not about the numbers. It's about those of us who are already awake, spreading the energy, spreading the vibration, 
spreading the wisdom. It only takes a few people to light up a dark room. It, it doesn't true. have to, it doesn't have to do with yeah. the mass change. It's simply those of us who know what we're doing, who are bringing the right information forward. And that is what's going to make the change in the balance of what's happening here on Earth. And Larkma says that this is a planet of choice. And we have to honor and respect everybody's choice. So rather than trying to make people wake up, we have to honor if they've chosen to go to another planet and continue their karma, or right. whether they've chosen to wake up and join us. We have to, it's a planet of choice. We have to honor their choice. Everybody, as I said earlier, everybody's going to make it to the same place eventually. It's right. just some people have chosen the fast boat, the fast track, yeah. the fast path. And that's great for those of us who have done that. But everybody gets the chance to do it their way. We're all the same spark of light. We're all the same spark of life. We could all wake up instantaneously right now, but people don't choose to do that and let them be at their pace. Let them be at their way of evolving in their consciousness, regardless of whether it's fast or slow. Before Dr. Emoto, Mr. Emoto, famous fellow out of Japan, um, before he was murdered by the by the Chinese, poisoned in 2014, he always used to say that 80% of the planet was was neutral, neither neither good or bad. 10% was bad, and 10% was good. If you could just get 1% of the of the neutral, or 1% of the bad, to switch over to being positive, the planet would shift. Years ago, that did happen, and so I know things are you know we we've won the battle, but there's going to be We've won the war, but there's going to be lots of battles coming up still yes. as now, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's it. In, instead of the doom and gloom that so many people wish to be part of because they've been so scared by government, news media, right. everything, all of the hoaxes, all of the misinformation. There's enough positive information. There's enough positive energy to make everybody realize that actually we're really okay. We're really okay. This is just an experience. It's just an experience. And that's right. How, how we choose to live within that experience is the important question. How do we choose to get up in the morning? How do we choose to use our emotions to propel us forward in a good way? Or do we take the more negative way and use the emotions to keep us in a chaotic negative unhappy place as pia said it's always our choice well if i may make a suggestion to everyone i use the 1515 or the 2020 rule when you get up in the morning spend 20 minutes of meditating with your eyes shut and um and just quietly ask for guidance from your guides and the supreme being on what you should be doing that day what's really most important through your heart mind and then if you get time Spend 20 or 15 minutes in nature. Either you can, and if you're driving to work, you might say, well, what time do I have? I've got to be at work at X time. Well, we'll take a route that's going to bring you past a, a whole bunch of pretty trees or pastures maybe, even in the biggest cities in the world. Not to pick on New York City, but New York City has a beautiful park called Central Park. And that's a pretty place. There's nature there too. There's opportunities for nature everywhere you go. So it's important to get out in nature. That's something my... Um, my cat Fluffy used to tell me. He, 
he would say, Ted, you need to spend more time in nature and spend three days a week spending time out in, in nature. Fluffy has passed on. He's with me in the spirit world now. But that's what he used to say. He said you needed to slow down and spend more time in nature. And I agree. Yeah, so. Well, I think, I think meditation can be an excellent tool for, for calming the spirit, connecting with other realms. I mean, right. it's, I don't talk about meditation much, but, but I've been meditating for over 50 years every single day. And it, it has literally and figuratively saved my life because I've, I've been given information. I've been given the sense of calmness. I've been given the connection with source in ways that if I hadn't meditated, I probably never would have become familiar with. So I totally agree with you, Ted. I think it's important. One thing P and I understand, getting up early in the morning before everyone else is awake in your time zone. Right. Before noon. Yeah. (laughs) It's much much easier. It's much easier to connect (laughs) with with guidance, with with nature, with with source by dealing with these things before the masses have gotten up and contributed their chaotic thought patterns, their their ridiculous worry into into society. So getting up early and doing this is a really, really good practice. Yeah, right. I I agree. I couldn't agree more. I I can't tell you where I am, but this morning I was woken by by a herd of coyotes looking for food about three o'clock in the morning, and they're all yelping. But fortunately, I I didn't think I must have been very tasty because they didn't get close to my tent. But um, <laughs> and then the birds started chirping at about five a.m. So it was kind of a nice progression. But may I may I bring in Zora from the Hollow Earth? I was going to do it at the beginning, but he's got a couple of things he wants to mention. Please. And how you be, my beautiful gods and goddesses? How are you today? He's asking. We are well, thank you. He said that you're all powerful spiritual beings meant to create a beautiful and happy, great paradise here on on the planet. Once you realize that, you don't need to to accept authority of, of really any controlling government or corporation, just to follow your heart mind. And, and, in the future, the governments that you have on planet Earth now will be far less in size because people won't need them anymore. In the hollow Earth, in Telos, we don't have rules and regulations and laws like you have on the surface because everyone instinctively knows what is the proper course of action and every decision for every day, and they always follow their heart mind. So there's no problems. There's no... There's no um, imbalance like we have here and you're right there's been an imbalance from the male side but but actually it's more correct he says to say it that the divine feminine within within all of us including males as well males and females that's part of human nature and but they're trying to stop it and take it away with this uh, with this vax program because vax themselves take away everyone's chakras and it shuts down a person's ability to love each other, to have any compassions, you become like a robot. But he says, you will make it. Just remain positive and know that you're getting, you're getting a lot of help, both from on the planet 
we're helping you as much as we possibly can as well as all these angels and your Plutean brothers and sisters and the benevolent entities from the Galactic Alliance are helping too. And, and so, or I should say, should say uh, benevolent beings rather. And they're all helping too. So we are getting a lot of help. And with that, Plutean Admiral Halosaurus is here and he's saying that they do respect free will. They cannot interfere directly with our evolution here. But what they've been doing since uh, since uh, 18, which is uh, four years now, they've been bombarding the planet with high energy vibrations um, from many beautiful benevolent beings um, to the planet to help raise our consciousness so that people are becoming aware. And they are. And I want to thank them so much for that. You know, I saw a lot of people dying last year from the shop program, but it hasn't happened. True, there's been a lot of uh, fatalities from the shop program, but it's not quite as bad as it could have been if they hadn't intervened and given us a lot of, of high vibrations. So um, there's a lot of benevolent beings out there who are listening today and they're doing everything they can within their own limits because they're limited by cosmic law, which they do respect. But we have to do the work ourselves to raise consciousness, to make the right choices. And President Kennedy is here and he's saying that if you want to make the world a better place, you have to um, look no farther than your family. You know, it's nice to have your radio show, he said, for both Gail and I, mm -hmm. to raise consciousness in your work as well. All of us working on the same page to try to raise, make an effect on humanity. But if you're listening out there in the public and you say, well, what can I do? Start start with your um, husband or wife, who maybe is not as spiritually aware, or your children, or, or whoever. Uh, who needs a friends, for example, who needs some spiritual encouragement because there is a God out there and there are benevolent, um, um, benevolent uh, beings out there who care deeply about us and love us dearly and who are helping us like Larkma and the Pladeans. There's many entities out there. And, and so we have to um, 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 step into those shoes and take the responsibility for our own actions and trust your heart mind. They said, you'll never go wrong if you, if you always trust, trust your heart mind. And there are good things ahead all of us a lot of good things ahead i've got a question go ahead can i ask a question sure i i know that um the mass media uses technology to program people that's true and i also know that the benevolent beings because mm -hmm. of the uh, the prime directive more or less right, right, right. i don't want to use that because of the technology, but at the same time, I, I have problems with that because the media lies all the time. So well, if they were to put out the truth, even if it with within the media, why would that be bad? Um, in my conversations, and I'm sure Larka would confirm this, my friends, but in my conversations with uh, Plutian Admiral Sources and the crew up aboard the mothership, we are extremely important for our own evolution because we are boots on the ground. They can stand by like, like parents, if you will, looking at us like, like we were children saying, God, I wish they hadn't taken that choice or, or done that agreement Eisenhower did with the reptilians back in 54. And I wish they'd chosen a better path and, and got rid of their weapons and all, all these other things. But really, I mean, I ask for guidance all the time from them. And I channel that into my shows and in my work. So as, as long as we're here, we're, we're very valuable to the ascension of the planet because we're boots on the ground. We can do things here, you and I, as members of the human race on this planet, that they can't. We get the information. We can spread it, argue about it, you know, 
Um, and we can do things they can't. That's why we're so important. Everyone, you and I, all of us listening today, we're all important in our own ways to, um, to help with the ascension. And we're doing it. Did you know, for example, Nostradamus just came in. He wanted me to mention this to you. Back um, in 1986, 87, and 88, Dolores Cannon published a three-volume set called Conversations with Nostradamus, volumes one, two, and three. And she had taken a group of psychic students, psychically traveled back to 15th century or 16th century France to talk to Nostradamus to explain his quatrains. And at that point in human evolution history, Mr. Nostradamus saw a nuclear war starting in Bosnia-Herzegovina in 1993 uh, under Clinton, culminating in the destruction of many American cities and European Canadian cities, especially American cities, with nuclear bombs back by 2005. Well, it's 2022. And even though, you know, New York and Seattle, other cities were destroyed by, by uh, Antifa, black, so-called Black Lives Matter, they're still there. It wasn't destroyed by a nuclear bomb at any rate. And there are still trends pushing for that kind of scenario, but it didn't happen. Plus, Nostradamus said in those books, and you can look up the books, they're still being published, that, um, um, we would have shifted into the uh, fifth dimension by the year 2038. We're starting to shift now. This is 2022. We are 16 years ahead of schedule. Mm-hmm. And that's because there was, there was a lot of... You know, look what happened. The Soviet Union fell apart in 1990. Gorbachev was a, a good man. He, he did a lot of good things for the, for the Russian people, dismantling their own military-industrial uh, complex. And so a lot of the bad things that were forecast happening back in the late 80s didn't happen because we took the initiative and made better choices. So that's, you know, that's your homework today. Um, change the world. Uh, please do it in the next 45 minutes before lunch. And um, <laughs> <laughs> But that's why it's important for us. We're boots on the ground, you know. Yeah. And Don and Doug at their station, BBS, I can't say enough good things about them. They provide the forum for this as well. I appreciate them so much. So anyway, Don, you're doing great work. And, uh, but anyway, that's what that's what they wanted to add today. Thank you, Abraham Sarson and Zora. Appreciate well, I, I would I would like to add one thing if we have time. Yes, of course. One thing Larkma has told the public for at least two decades is, yes, we cannot interfere with your choices. We cannot interfere with your free will. We cannot change things we cannot we cannot make your lives happier there's only one thing we can do and we will do and they tell the public this over and over again we will not allow all all of the star societies not just the pleiadians but many of the star societies they will not allow humanity to blow this planet up through nuclear holocaust they they do have permission through cosmic law through committees through group understanding without this world that they will not allow us to blow ourselves up because that would not allow us to evolve in the way that we are designed to evolve. So for people listening to what Larkma has to share, do not be afraid that we are going to have a nuclear war. There may be tiny nuclear battles but this world will never be blown up by an absolute outright nuclear holocaust because the the cosmic energy the cosmic law will not allow it to happen 
Right. And, and thank you for sharing that. And, and I'm so grateful for them, for them being here for, for you to say, say that um, profound Some, statement as well. Sometimes when, when we are in public situations where we're bringing LARCMA to large groups of people, they will leave. They will excuse themselves and they will say, we're sorry, but there's something we have to take care of. And they might be gone for a millisecond or they might be gone for a minute or even five minutes, and they will come back and they will say, we prevented some deranged person from putting his finger on a nuclear button. Wow, wow, that's amazing. Wow. Wow. I, wow. I have a quick question, <laughs> if you don't mind. No, glad to hear I'm wondering, you know, there's a lot of talk about free will, but here, here's what I see as a problem. If you know, people are programmed, they have to go to, to work in order to pay for it. The money system is a big problem, okay? So, but if you have, how can you have free will if you're being programmed by your TV set and you don't even know it? Well, that's a good question. It's, it's a good question. And, and actually, you brought that up a few moments ago and we didn't address it. It's because of choice. It's because of free will. All of those people who are working jobs they hate, they're, they're wage slaves. They are doing things that they're told they must do. They're not making a conscious choice to say, no, I'm not going to do this anymore. I'm going to change jobs. I'm going to create a different way of earning money. Right. We have the choice to stop doing things we don't want. But people are afraid if they stop their job, their insurance will stop. They won't be able to feed their families. It's all part of buying into that illusion. housing. Right, right. It's fear-based. It's all fear-based because right. the controllers make you feel, make everyone feel, if you don't do what you're told, you'll lose everything. It's not true. We, true. Can make, we can make choices right. to do something else. We, we can switch a job. We can switch where we live. But people are told, don't do this because the safety net that you think you've created will go away. It's a lie. It's an illusion. That's my answer to that. I was, uh, I was an attorney for over 20 years before I started this work. And I got to the point where um, I had criminals asking me to lie, steal, and cheat. I couldn't do it anymore. But anyway, it's a long story. Everything that happened, I stopped doing it. And then I asked my, my angels, what, what should I do next? Oh, we got three minutes left. So anyway, <laughs> um, and um, they, 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 um, it came in the form of a homeless guy who approached me in a library in Seattle saying, uh, Ted, um, you should start your own radio show and start writing books. And then another, another fellow in another library said the same thing to me. And, and anything, it's, it's a long story, everything that happened. But I followed that advice. And I, you know, I mean, I started donation-based and I haven't looked back since. That was like... Uh, how many years ago? That was almost nine years ago now. So anyway, we, we, know, we, know, we, know that, we know that's true because as you know, and you same. mentioned this, yeah, you do the same. Yeah. You, you mentioned this in your introduction about us. We left professional lives, not right. knowing what would happen right. over 20 years ago. And guess what? We're still here. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Still, I know. I know. You've got still to have we're still alive and kicking. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, you've got to have faith on it, you know. Um, and um, 
I think uh, I, I don't want to speak for Don and Doug. They're great people, and they've they started their radio shows too on faith as well, and they they've been just phenomenally successful. And uh, I, I'm look, I'm being mindful of the time now, um, but I want to thank you both for coming on. It's always so much fun. Could you give out your um, your website so people get more information and you too, Gail, about your show. I would love to have you on my show anyway. <laughs> yeah, I'll put you in touch. Okay. I'll put you in touch. Yeah, I'll put okay. you in touch. Uh, uh, what's your um, is it website, please? Website is larkmaa.com. And my, my other website is my name, Pia, P I A O R L. E-A-N-E, TiaOrlean.com. Okay. So okay. my stuff with astrology and alternative healing is there. Cullen's and my work together with Pleiadians is on Lartma.com. Okay. Wonderful. How wonderful. Well, I want to tell everyone that at 3 p.m. Pacific time in a couple of hours, uh, I'll be bringing on Humphrey Bogart for live channeling with him, with Lauren Bacall, Peter Laurie, Gregory Peck, Ronald Reagan. Um, God, there's a whole bunch of them that have come in. Um, anyway, uh, it should be, it should be a lot of fun. They have lots to say from the other side. John Wayne will be coming on too. Any questions for Mr. Wayne? Let me know. And, um, (laughs) it all started from having a piece of apple pie and homemade ice cream. And he came, he, it was a hotel he liked to frequent and he just, I saw him, he sat down and introduced himself and, uh, he said, would you like to do a show? And I said, I'd love to bring uh, you along, and he said, "Well, bring my friends too, because they're they're still hanging out at this place. They have parties there. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. You know, Amazing. just because you're dead in the third dimension doesn't mean you're you're dead, dead. But you're still alive, and they're all still hanging out. You know, they're great people. I love talking to them. So they have a lot. We only, we only change. We only change form. That's right. That's right. And they do make movies on the other side. So I'll I'll, play, I'll ask Humphrey about that. So uh, hey, anyway." Wonderful conversation and the opportunity to be on the show and to meet you, Gail. Thank yeah. you very much. This was a great. This was a great conversation as always. Thank you, my Thank friends. You. I'll send you the link too as soon as it's ready on on the website too. All right. <laughs> Please look up my YouTube channel, Gail of Gaia Free Range. Okay. Thank you. Bye for now. Bye bye for now. Okay, my friends. Have a beautiful day. I'll see you all in three hours at three p.m. Pacific. Okay. Bye bye. Much love to both of you. Happy to meet you. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> You're a great help. <laughs>